Hello to you three people who have played the last episode. Uh, we're a lot closer, aren't we? How nice. I'm, um, I'm sitting at my desk. I was editing. It's 10.51. Um, I, uh, I am playing Forza. <laughs> I decided to take a break. I should have taken a break because I was playing Forza earlier, too. But I want to drive around a little bit as I talk to myself here for the 374th time. Um, 75th if you count episode uh, zero, I think. I feel like episode zero should count. Like, it's kind of a test, you know? Did, I wonder, did I think I'd still be doing this when I, when I first started? I don't know. I can't remember. I'd have to go back and listen. <laughs> See if I even talk, spoke about it. I don't know if I'll be doing this to like a thousand. I feel like maybe not, you know? Like for whatever reason, I probably won't intend, like, I mean, uh, you know, outside of, like, I'm not talking about like if I died, but I feel like I won't continually do this until I reach episode 1000. Like, I feel like if I reach 900 and I'm still, I mean, I, I could reach 900 in the next couple years, right? The next, like, well, not next couple years, next, like, four or five, six years. I feel like if I reach episode 900 before I'm 30, I'll probably just, like, really slow down and only make make them, like, make these on important things, important days for me or whatever, you know? Like, it'll, it'll probably get to a point where I only do, like, 10 a year. Or, like, once a month, maybe. A full hour, once a month. We'll see. Um, it's, something, it's something to think about, I think. Speaking of things to think about, speaking of the future, um, I want to talk about something here that's going to be fucking awesome for my kids and my family. Is that it seems my family is about to build up some fucking amazing generational wealth. It's going to be great. I'm happy that I came in this generation and not the one before, you know? Because we're about to build up a decent amount of generational wealth, I think, right? My grandma's about to buy a fucking house in, in Grenada, um, or her dad's house that her uncle, well, not her uncle, her brother's been owning, um, and wants to get rid of, so chances are about to buy that shit, as long as that goes through just fine, and it seems like no reason why it wouldn't. Um, my mom is finishing up an Airbnb in Grenada, um, under that, under our, <clears throat> under my aunt's house, right? I mean, I don't know who owns that house, to be honest. But uh, since mom is putting in all of the fucking, like, effort and work for the thing, I assume maybe it's probably her or something? I don't know. But she's doing that. She's about to start this fucking daycare, uh, at, like, for, for um, in the fall, I believe. Um, my dad just got back from Grenada. You want to know what he's on about now? You want to know what he, his, his thing is? He wants to buy a boat. <laughs> you know that you know that meme with the cat, um, you know, the cat reading the newspaper, the cat in the suit reading the newspaper. He's like, oh, we should buy a boat, or no, or I should buy a boat, or whatever." That's my dad right now, and the reason he wants to do it, um, he wants to like, you know, charter it um, out to people, or or like do uh, do like. A boat rides between Grenada and Karakou, which is a little island 
30 minutes off the coast. Um, 10 minutes, to be honest, if, if, if he gets a speedboat. But, um, yeah, he wants to do that, and that'll be, like, a nice little bit of income. Like, 100, 100 bucks EC, not, new, not US, so it's like 30 bucks back and forth um, per person, right? If you could do a bunch of those a day, that's like a decent little bit of cash that pays off the boat for itself, and it's and and it's uh yeah, or he, or like eventually as time goes on, as he keeps like selling and buying bigger, you know, cooler boats or whatever, eventually like get to the point where you can rent that shit out of the air as an Airbnb. That'll be nice, right? My kids are gonna live pretty, even if I don't. My kids will, you know. That'll be really nice. I'm trying to think of, like, what other generational wealth things that I can do. When I was in the Hamptons, um, I was trying to think. I was like, fucking hell. There's so much generational wealth out here, you know? Like, a lot of it's new shit, but a lot of it's also, like, just born into it, molded by it, right? Um, so, I was trying to think of, like, uh, I was trying to think of, like, there are some... I, sh- I should... This is... This sounds sleazy... And it kind of, it sounds sleazy, I think, for me, maybe. I could be wrong, but, you know, you tell me otherwise. I should date rich. <laughs> That's super fucking sleazy. Oh my gosh, I hate it. This sound, it makes me sound like a gold-digging fucking weirdo, you know? Um... But when I say that, I mean, like, I are, I'm already bougie as fuck, right? Chances are, any person that I date, or any, like, from this point on, any person that I date with the intention to marry will probably have some level of bouge to them, right? They're going to be, re- like, because I like going out to nice, uh, out to nice restaurants. I like going out to nice restaurants. I like dressing really well. I like cocktail parties. I like elitist shit. I like fucking art galleries and all this stuff, right? And not to say that people who aren't bougie don't like those things, but I feel like there is... I feel like you develop a, a, a kind of uh, liking to those things if you, grow, if you grew up in it or you're building towards that or whatever, right? Um, and also, like, I feel like people who are, who grew up with wealth, maybe think about generational wealth more often, or they think about, like, uh, that kind of thing more often, maybe, I don't know, um, I don't know, also, I really don't give a shit, like, what the social, or the socioeconomic status of the person I date is, as long as they're willing to, uh, as long as they also want to live the kind of high-end shit that I want to do, you know, that I want to raise my family in, you know? Not to say that I'm going to be, I'm going to be fucking popping bottles every night and doing, like, bullshit, right? Because that's not me. But I wouldn't mind every summer we take a $50,000 vacation, you know? Like a month-long $50,000 vacation where we, like, get a, uh, you know, we get a, 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 a house in the Hamptons, or we get a fucking, we, we charter a boat for a month, like a, like a yacht for a month, that would be sick. Like a proper one, not like some shitty one, you know? Like a hundred foot yacht, we like charter that, and maybe we split that with another wealthy family for, for a month, and we like go 
all along the coast of uh, uh, of, of like uh, the Amalfi Coast or whatever the hell. I mean, the Amalfi Coast is like tiny. I only realized when I searched it up, you could drive the Amalfi Coast in like 30 minutes. You know, I always thought that it was like a full like coastline all the way along one of the sides of Italy, but no, it's not. Which it should be. Like, I don't know why. Whatever. <clears throat> but like, we're just we have a boat and we're just in the fucking Mediterranean, right? And hopefully we don't get like attacked by pirates or some shit. You know, the Mediterranean don't have pirates. Maybe like the South Mediterranean does, like closer to Africa. But if we stick close to like the European coast and shit. Go from Portugal to Turkey. That'd be sick. You know? We hit Portugal, Spain, France. Well, I mean, only a little bit of France we'd be hitting. um, Was it uh, Bordeaux? Or Marseille? Marseille? I I can't. I said Marseille. What the fuck is wrong with me? Um, I'm not not French. I can't do the thing. Marseille. There's... They just, like, throw away half of the letters in, in their words. <clears throat> Makes no sense. Anyway, um... You know, I want to get to the point where I can consistently do a $50,000 month-long vacation. Any, like, every every summer, right? And then do, like, a couple weeks in the mountains every every winter. That's what I'd like to get to. And then obviously do like, you know, little hopping like, or like little small vacations, like long weekends and shit to places that have never been because I'm not going to be spending months in, in places with, you know, whatever, right? Like I'd love to be able to, I'd love to be able to like, uh, hey hun, it's Valentine's Day. We're going to fucking go out to another country. For Valentine's Day or the anniversary or whatever the hell, you know. Um. Yeah, that'll be super sick. <laughs> um. You know, and like also take my kids to Disney World and shit. I don't know. I feel like my kids are gonna have to miss out on Disney World for the first decade of their life because I'm trying to build this business, you know. Like, like obviously they'll have we'll be able to do shit, right? But it's gonna be a bit more low key until, until, uh, or making the type of money that six person, uh, or that that uh, you know seven family vacations, or seven what seven seven family seven person family. What the hell's wrong with me? I feel like there's a way to say this properly, like a way that people normally say this. Seven families of seven. Okay, there we fucking go, right? And the reason I say seven is because it's going to be myself, my wife, and then the four kids, and then, like, a, someone to help us, whether that's my sister or a caretaker or someone. So I'm saying, like, family of seven. Um, you know? That's, like, that's a bit of shmoney, Right? We'll do like cruises, things like that. Actually, we'll probably won't even. We'll probably do like one cruise at some point in our life, like a regular cruise. But the rest is gonna be like private yachts, <laughs> chartered private yachts for a month, thirty grand, you know. Um, that'd be super, super fucking sick. I'd enjoy the hell out of that. 
But here's the thing. I want to build a life like that. And I want someone who wants to build a life like that. And obviously, like, you know, that's not the majority of it. The rest of it is going to be like, you know, the work, the building businesses or or she is watching the children or whatever the hell. Um, that'd be super fucking sick. I, I, I can't wait. I remember, I mean, wasn't I talking about this a couple days ago? Um, um, wanting to do, uh, uh, like, big family vacations. Like, w- when I was in the Hamptons, I was talking about it. I was like, um, you know, I want to get a, every summer, just get a house in the Hamptons for a month. And, like, have my dad, my mom, my baby brother, like, my closest friends, that kind of thing. They all come, um, you know. Something that's, like, a six, seven-bedroom spot. And we all have, like, you know, a bunch of people up in the house. We have to rent a couple cars to get around. Um, And we do our thing, and we make it fun. We make friends, and we fucking, like, hang out with other wealthy people. (laughs) Listen, for a person who's not motivated by money that much, I really do enjoy, like, the shit that money does bring, you know? Um, that'll, that'll be really fucking sick. And I also don't want to, like, blow through generational wealth either, right? Like, I mean, you know, the tiny house... There's so many things. And, it's, and those are relatively small, right? But they compound, right? They compound, especially you're renting them out. They have investment properties, that kind of thing. You have things that you can sell um, to make cash to put down payments on bigger houses or bigger, bigger, bigger things. Like, that's why I want to build a tiny house myself and not, and not um, have it be a property of, of uh, Bone Media. Because... If it's my own thing, then when the project's done, I can either sell it, potentially, and it depends who would sell it to, but I could probably even sell it to Bone Media. Like, I, like is that weird? Do, I'm sure people do that. You can sell something to your own company. I'd do it, right? Um, I mean, I'd sell it at a discount, obviously. <laughs> I'd sell it as just enough to, to be able to, like, it just enough to, to justify the, you know, like just what I need. Like if I need $50,000 um, um, additional to, to put a down payment on a, on a new house or on an office for Bone Media or something. I wait, actually know if I'm putting it on an office for Bone Media, Bone Media wouldn't like throw away $50,000 on another thing, you know, on another asset. But um, I don't know. I could sell it. I could rent it out. I could do whatever and then make the money to buy property, you know, um, especially with New York City just fucking, or everywhere, to be honest, but especially the cities being so goddamn expensive, um, but I anticipate I'll be able to afford, like, a nice, large space, large-ish, large enough, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna at least live, like, three or four years um, dual income, no kids type lifestyle, you know? We don't have to, like, get extra bedrooms. We can get, like, a fucking studio loft or a one-bedroom loft, entertain as much as we can, have a view of the skyline, that kind of fucking thing. That'd be so sick. 
Um, I'd love that. It'll happen, you know, I, I say as I procrastinate playing Forza. <laughs> um, like, I mean, I always think about it. Like, my biggest thing is that I want to be able to entertain friends and family. I want to have friends and family to entertain. One of the big reasons I want a big family. Like, I can imagine when I'm 50 and my kids are all, like, in their mid-teens to early 20s, right? And and uh, and they have, like, all their friends over and I have all my friends over. And we could throw it into... We could have it be, like, a fucking... 150 person bash depending on what the hell we're doing you know and i'm not one for big parties unless it's family and friends like i'm not gonna go clubbing but if it's family and friends absolutely oh my gosh that'd be amazing i mean i still won't go clubbing with them but i'll have them all over you know and we'll uh hire private chefs and we'll like do it up proper you know and just have everyone around we'll have Thanksgiving and Christmas and fucking, you know, I don't know. If I'm going to marry rich, I'll probably be Jewish, so. Uh, bar mitzvah. <laughs> There's a stupid, slightly uh, racist thing to say. Or not racist, anti-Semitic. How's it anti-Semitic? That's like a compliment, isn't it? I mean, no, compliments can be. I literally was just telling someone this. Who was I telling this a couple days ago? I had this conversation a couple times over like the past week about like uh, compliments still being uh, kind of racist, you know. Like they're funny, right? I feel like they're great. Uh, it's great like premises for jokes as long as they're not like done super cheaply. But um, anyway, I'm being stupid. Uh, what else is there to talk about? I don't know. I was, um, I think, I think listening to, uh, this whole abortion shit, I think listening to some other people, like, with their opinions on it, um, has helped me clarify mine a lot more. I don't think I would ever advocate for, uh, for, like, you know, banning abortion. I, I wouldn't do it. Right. Um, I am, however, pretty much pro-life, I think. Right. Like in terms of like ethically, like I feel like I don't like the idea of killing babies. I do view it as murder. Um, personally. Though, you know, to what extent, like I also personally value the life of someone living or someone or I value the life of a of a living, experiencing person more than that of a fetus, you know, an unborn kid, um, also, I also, like, just basically statistically banning abortion wouldn't actually work, you know, like, it just doesn't work, people go different places, they fucking take coat hangers and drugs and shit, they do it, they do it illegally, it hurts more, and it doesn't, like, act, there's no, like, benefit from it. You know, there's like literally, it's it's just making it harder to do something that people are going to do anyway, and if they didn't have access to do it, it would fucking fuck up their lives. No one makes a choice, I mean, I can't say no one, I'm sure there are a bunch of people uh, who like, you know, 
are flippant about it, right? They're like, ah, I'll just fucking kill the kid, you know? Um, and here's the thing. I also recognize that I'm a hypocrite, and if, and if uh, any sexual partner I were to have uh, uh, would, you know, get pregnant before I was ready, right? Um, I'd be like, ah, if I could tip the scales a little bit. <laughs> I know it's not my choice. I know it's kind of fucked up. But I'm not ready. If I'm not ready to be a, a parent yet, I'm I'm not like you know like I I think it'll fuck up more than it'll than it helps, right? Could have the kid all all we want, but it's not, especially if it's with someone who I, who I'm not like eager to 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 knock up, you know. Like if it got to the point where. I'm not ready, but I'm with someone who I see a future with, or, like, I, I, I'm, like, I'm, like, you know, doing my thing. Or we're doing our thing, we're building something, and then we're 26, we're, 10, we're 27, we're not ready, you know? We've only just had, like, a six months of dual-income-no-kids <laughs> lifestyle, right? We only just bought, like, a place together or some kind of thing. I mean, I probably won't rent. I won't, probably won't buy for a while. I'm probably going to rent until until I'm ready to to buy anyway. It, it'll probably be a, a decent while until I'm ready to buy a place, but I don't know. You know, I, I was having a thought the other day. I don't remember how long ago. Maybe a week ago or something. How would I feel if um, I were with someone who was wealthy, right? And, or their parents were wealthy, rather. And their parents offered to, like, provide us a house or an apartment. Like, pay for the shit uh, or, like, give us a down payment on it or whatever, right? Like, if, if, if say, I'm about to move into... We're, we're trying to move out. We can't really afford to move into Manhattan. So we're looking at, like, Brooklyn Heights. We're looking at, you know, some nicer places in... in uh, downtown or Jersey City or I don't want to do Jersey City they don't have chopped cheeses and bacon egg and cheeses they don't have bo- proper bodegas so fuck Jersey City and Hoboken um, you know it's like if you're gonna if you're gonna be right across the water just do the thing like no one does no one decides to do this you know it's a it's a five it's not even five minutes it's less than a train ride and no one here on this side of the... There's so many New Yorkers living in Jersey City, in, in Hoboken. None of y'all thought, hey, uh, let me open a place that makes bodega food. Like, fuck off, you know? That's the only thing that really... That's the main thing that annoys me about Jersey City, you know? I wish they would have, like, some more of their own culture as well. Um, you know, like something super distinctively Jersey. I can't think of anything, really. Um, I was going to say the Mafia, but it's not that, because, you know, it's also very much New York. I don't know. Um, anyway, what was I saying? If we were, if we were to find a place in, you know, we were trying to find a place, and then, and, you know, her parents like, uh, oh, well, we could just, like, give you the down payment and on on this other house or on this other apartment um, in the heart of the city and they offer like $150,000 or some crazy obscene shit, right? Um, I don't know how comfortable I'd be with that 
because I don't like asking for things personally. Like, I'll accept things when they come, but kind of begrudgingly. And I don't think it's a pride thing. I think it's a deserve thing. You know me with this fucking word deserve and shit, right? Um, it's not a pride thing. It's a, it's a deserve thing. It's like, it's like, if I'm, I, I, I'm trying to build, if I'm trying to build a life, or I'm trying to build towards something, and someone just, like, hand it to me, it's like, I didn't fucking deserve this shit. Like, I didn't do the work for it. I didn't achieve yet. Like, why, why should I be allowed to have this? Obviously, though, I'm not going to deny it, because if my girl, whoever she may be, if she's, like, uh, if she... If she wants it, we'll fucking go for it, because I'm not going to deny her the ability to, like, live in a dub spot, right? Um, in a nicer spot than we other than we otherwise would be able to, you know? Um, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know why I'm thinking so deeply about this. I mean, this is what I do here, right? I just, like, think about shit that's, uh, that's, uh, random scenarios, Absolutely absurd scenarios. Um, speaking of absurd, my acting friend, um, all acting friends, plural, or that that group of people. I'm slowly, be, I'm slowly growing, and or like leeching off of uh, my friend DJ's friend group. <laughs> I'm like very, very slowly leeching off his friend group. He's an actor. He knows a billion actors. That's who he hangs out with the most. I'm very slowly leeching off of his friend group. And that's like, I'm, I absolutely don't mind that. That's going to be amazing for, for my uh, social life, right? Like, that's what I'm trying to do. I think over the next couple of years, I just want to leech off of the friend groups of people who I already like. Like, fucking Celia, DJ, uh, Parker, I guess I'll meet some more of his people. But, I mean, they all seem to know each other. Um, who else? Um... Like, even Hampton's people, like, uh, Ida, who I met this weekend while I was there. She's a tennis, the Danish tennis player, um, or a tennis uh, coach. Um, she's going to be in the city in the fall, because she's going to NYU, that, their master's program, right? And, and she recommended, like, hanging out. Like, it wasn't me. I was like, oh, shit, let's hang out. She, she was like, yeah, let's definitely hang out. And when someone else does it, like, when, like, it, I'm more confident... <laughs> about like making a friend when they initiate you know because like if I do then it's like oh I don't want to like for me it feels like on their end um, they're, they'll be more like oh I don't want to be rude I don't want to be you know, I don't want to like stop I, I don't want to like be weird and like make it awkward and be like no I'd rather not you know or like they'll say yes and then maybe never get around to it you know um and, you know, I'm guilty of doing that sometimes, I think, right? Uh, not sometimes, but I'm, I'm bad at, like, I, I'm, I'm getting slowly, slowly better at actually, like, sticking to my word of hanging out. Um, I gotta hit up Carolyn. We were supposed to, like, hang out weeks ago, right after she graduated. See, I'll see what she's doing next week. Um, you know what I'm looking forward to next week? I want to get tatted so much. Um, when I get paid for these weekend projects, uh, then I am absolutely, I mean, once I pay off my credit cards, obviously, right? Um, 
because they're basically maxed. Or <laughs> one of them is basically, I paid off a little bit of it. But two of them are like over 60%, 70%. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two of them are like over 75%, like, max. The other one is is a lot less, but, um, you know, overall, I'm probably like at like 50% credit utilization on my personal accounts. So I got to pay all that shit down um, to zero. But once I do that, I'll have a few hundred dollars left over. I have more than a few hundred bucks left over. I am going to get um, a couple tattoos. I'm going to get the Calvin and Hobbes one. That, well, not Calvin and Hobbes. I'm just going to get Calvin. Because I don't really care so much for Hobbes. Even, it's weird. As a Calvin and Hobbes fan, I don't care so much for Hobbes. I really just care about Calvin. Because Calvin is my fucking spirit animal. I should... I, even though Hobbes is literally a spirit animal. <laughs> Basically, right? Um... I relate to Calvin so much. He was a fucking snarky, annoying little kid. I'm like, oh man, yep, that's that's me. That's all I am. I'm a snarky, annoying little kid. I'm going to get... I, I don't know if I talked about this before, but I'm going to get uh, Calvin wearing headphones plugged into a grenade so that I can mix Calvin with Rise Against. I'll, ha- I'll have a Calvin and Hobbes and a Rise Against tattoo. Two of my favorite things. You know? That's going to be so fucking sick. I'll probably get another more obvious Rise Against tattoo eventually, but I can I, I, I like that little small one, right? I think I know where I'm going to place it to. I'm going to place it like right above my elbow, um, um, like facing out, not not like on the out outer end where the elbow like bends, but like uh, I don't know how to explain. It. Um, it's like the my the lower part of my upper arm is basically where I think I'm going to put up. And the other one I think I'm going to get, and that shouldn't cost super, like, a lot. I could probably get that done for, like, 150 And then I'm going to get another one. Um, um, I want to get a smiley tattoo. I mentioned this here. I'm sure I mentioned this. When I was in high school, or not high school, when I was in junior high, uh, people called me smiley. Like, students and teachers, they started calling me smiley. And it was because there was one time, all of us, we were being assholes, and we were stuck... And we and and we were like talking mad loud or whatever. So, uh, the dean, uh, he like told us told every one of us to shut the fuck up, and had us sit quietly in the cafeteria, um, and let us go up one by one depending on who was behaving the most, right, or behaving the best. And I was smiling the whole time for like a fucking goober for whatever reason, and he just called me out. He was like, he had, he had a megaphone. And he was like. Um, you, uh, you said, uh, what did he say? He was like, um, Smiley, you can go up or something like that. I'm like, me? And he was like, yeah, it's you, Smiley. I'm like, why? <laughs> okay, interesting. And then after that day, like, a bunch of people started calling me Smiley. Um, so, I haven't been called that ever since high, junior high, but I, I like that as a title I, or as a uh, nickname. You know? I want to put that. I want to get, I want to have that energy more often. Um, some people, some people don't know that. Like, some people don't experience that part of me. The smiliness. Right? Um, depends where I am, though. I mean, they, they get it sometimes. Like, if I'm out in a social setting, had a couple drinks, chatting people, like, I'll, I'll, that, that'll come out, right? But I feel like that's with most people, right? It's not necessarily special. But there are some people, when I'm around, like... 
depending on who they are. I could name, a, I could probably think of a couple people, right? Um, I'm smiling all the fucking time for whatever reason. I don't know why. Um, can't turn it off sometimes, which is like, you know, that's a nice, that's a nice place to be mentally, I think. So it gets kind of awkward because like it could be silent and I'm just sitting there smiling like toothy, <laughs> you know, um, like a big doofy grin on my face. But I want to get that somewhere. I don't know where, but I'll figure it out before I before I go get them in tattoos. I'll probably get them at the same time. Um, I still want my cheetah too, but that's six hundred bucks that I don't have. I don't have just like available to drop, you know. Um, so these two tattoos, that's going to be like, that's my summer, like, uh, fun, I guess. That, that's going to be my summer fun budget, you know, unless I get other work, other clients. I will. That's, that's, that, for now, that's going to be like the fun budget. That's going to be the, that's going to be the, I, I'm not taking any vacations. I don't plan any. I'm not planning on taking any vacations. I'm not planning on doing anything major personally, like, for fun. Except for dating, I guess, but that's not super major. I'm usually... Any dating I do is going to be, like, pulse deals or, like, fucking drinks, like, a hundred bucks most per per date. Um, and if I date once a week, that's, like, absolutely manageable, you know? Um, so that'll that'll be nice. That'll be good. Oh, and then, I hope this fucking Creative Rebuild New York thing works out. I'll be very, very, very happy if I get that. I'll be incredibly happy if I get that. Or rather, when I get that. I don't see any reason why I shouldn't. I'm confident that I filled out the application properly. I'm confident that it was submitted in time. Um, well, yeah, I know it was submitted in time. If it was filled out properly and every part of it was filled out properly, because I'm pretty sure I filled out every part of it, right? Um... I, I regret not calling ahead, uh, calling before the actual deadline to make sure, but I'm pretty sure I'm good. Um, if that goes through, or when that goes through, I will be very, very happy because I don't have, I won't have to worry about like taking on work that I don't want to take on just for cash, right? Like even now, after this weekend, I'm probably not going to be taking on just work that I don't want to take on. I'll probably be more, be able to be a lot more picky about the shit I take on, and I'll be a lot more mobile in, like, what I, what I decide to do, you know, um, because especially, like, once we get this content stuff done over the next month, like, I was with, uh, I was with DJ and Parker yesterday, um, uh, we met up at a coffee shop, they were trying to figure out, like, the scheduling for a couple of projects they wanted to do for outside entertainment, and, and obviously, since, like, outside and bone are, are collaborating a lot on the production front of, of stuff um the production side of things like uh i was putting my hat in the ring i was like okay cool can we also work on this project like a uh, uh, a single letter on a white on a blank white page um um uh, during the same week that we shoot mistakes which is a project dj wrote um and then potentially another one like if we can make a week out of it like a week of just straight up shooting short films and shooting shooting shit um we rent out all the equipment that we want to do and you know that'll be that'll be really good and to be honest here's the thing i'm not sure i want to do it that way because i kind of want to 
I kind of want to shoot on different bits of equipment um, so that I have the experience of being able to do that. And also I can show that, like I can, I can show that in, uh, in my reels, like when I'm doing uh, work on, um, on uh, Mandy or like, uh, what's the other one? Like the, the, the online platforms for, for, film, for film creatives, right? Why the hell is my controller vibrating so much? There we go, that's better. Um, what was I saying? I, I just like did a jump in my car and when I landed my controller wouldn't stop vibrating like even after I drove away and like wasn't, wasn't skidding or anything. Um, anyway, what was I saying? Yeah, on, on like those uh, online shits for filmmakers to like get work. Um, when I start applying for those, because I'm going to do more, I'm going to aim to do more of that to actually make money um, um, as time goes on. Like ideally, the way I want to make money personally as a freelancer is being on set doing film work, whether that's like back, back behind the scenes photography, cinematography, uh, uh, potentially directing, camera operating, shit like that, um, script supervising fight choreography maybe if i can learn that uh, grip gaffer all that stuff like do stuff like that to pay basic bills and like keep myself moving and mobile um and potentially even you know if that goes if that starts to go really well like make the equivalent of a of a decent paying salary off of off of that which would only be like three days or four days a week of work ideally right um if i can do that well, three days ideally, because film film days are long. So three days, thirty hours a week, for for the year, uh, or thirty hours a week for you know, of every week of of the year, that would be making that could potentially make something like fifty grand just doing that. And then the work for Bone Media is going to make the rest of the money. And then potentially doing like event, still doing event photography, not videography, because I don't care to do that to be honest, anymore um, that much. But event photography, I'll absolutely stick to because that's fun, meet people, build my brand, do that kind of thing, or build my personal brand, do that kind of thing. Um, that'll, be, that'll be really sick. If I can do all those things, I can make, I can really crush next year. And, if, and when, sorry, we crush next year, um, gonna build up that fucking generational wealth man <laughs> when next year's crushed the tiny house project is it will be will be in the cards once that happens you know it's just like growing from there bones are gonna grow i hope to cross uh six hundred seven hundred thousand dollars a year in annual revenue by 2025 that's the i that's the hope um that way I can have on multiple employees and I can start to think about, I can have a decent paycheck for myself, like, like a good 50, 60,000 and have on a bunch of employees and, um, and like, you know, start to, start to move towards, um, uh, start to move towards expansion, getting an office, doing all that kind of stuff. That will be stellar. That'll be interstellar, you know? I can't even explain how amazing that, that would be. Um, so, I'm looking forward to all that. You know what I sound like now? I sound like um, I sound like I did 
That's something I did before. Uh, before summer last year. You know? I think. Maybe. I don't know. I can't really say that. Because, I mean, this time last year I was also... I, 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 haven't, I haven't caught up to those episodes yet. I think maybe I was, I was, I was good. I don't know. But I sound hopeful again. I feel hopeful again. I feel good. You know? I feel like I have that fire back. Um, you know what's another thing I want to do? I want to I want to buy um, some cheap classic cars, like things that I can, things that we can get for like under fifteen thousand dollars a car, and then like restore for under five thousand dollars per 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 car, right? So I was looking at a, a nineteen eighty one Fiat uh, Spider one two four Spider. Um, designed by Pininfarina, so of course it's gorgeous, right? It's a gorgeous car. Could find them for under like 20 grand or under 15 grand. I saw a couple for like $9,000. I'm like, really? A 1981 Fiat Spider uh, or a Fiat 124 Spider. It's a convertible, um, like a tiny Italian convertible, right? Have that shit in red, put some like, put some like NK, oh, no, I mean not NK, NK is a little too sporty. I think for a car like that. Let me think. What what kind of what kind of rims do you put on there? Um, some Rojas on there, maybe. Do you pronounce it Roja or Roja? It's R O space J A. I don't know. Like put put something nice on there, something classic. Maybe American Racing, even though it's an Italian. I don't want to put American Racing rims on an Italian car. Um, but. Like a car like that is fucking gorgeous. Look it up if you don't know what it's if you don't know what it is. It's a, it's a 1981 uh, Fiat uh, 124 Spider, Pininfarina Spider. Um, specific, I think specifically because they they're the company that does, that did the design for this particular model. It's a gorgeous car. I want to buy it. I think there are a couple of cars like a 1975 Toyota Celica. Like, um, or like a, or like a 1994 Celica GT, um, like rally cars, shit like that, that you can buy for relatively cheap. We restore them and hold on to them for, for the next 20 years. We could probably resell each of them for like 50 grand a pop because in the next 20 years, people aren't going to be, people are going to be buying or people are going to be driving electric cars and we're phasing out. Uh, non-electric cars like I want to know how the hell we're going to make this shit work where we can still drive classic cars on the road like are we going to have to are we going to have to restore them or, or not restore them uh, mod them so that they're electric like that one company in, in the UK what are they called I can't remember what they're called um but there's a company in the UK that's dedicated towards doing that. Like they have a couple of Mustangs that they that they've completely like electromodded. I think that's the term. Maybe that's not the term. Maybe I just made that up. I doubt I made it up. Um, but that sounds like the good thing to call it. Electromodded. EV modded, I don't know. But like cars that they got rid of the combustion shit, they got rid of all the all the, you know, uh, combustion engine stuff and just completely Switch it over to electric. If that's the thing. But here's the thing. Electric cars aren't... 
they don't have character in terms of the way that they drive. That's what I notice. I feel like every electric car, then again, I only know this from video games. I rode in a Tesla for the first time when I was in, a, uh, in the Hamptons this weekend. Um, one, of, one of the guys that was hanging out with us the, the weekend, um, he was driving a Tesla and uh, he gave me a ride to, uh, to, the, to the tennis club and, and uh, I, I just know how fucking elitist this whole shit sounds. So he gave, he gave me a ride in his Tesla Model X to the tennis club before we went out to dinner at a at a at a Michelin star sushi restaurant in in the Hamptons, like <laughs> as I smoke my cigar, you know, or smoke my pipe and like talk about stock markets and shit. I don't know. Talk about my my chalet in Aspen. Um, I don't know what was I saying. Yeah, no. Uh, it seems to me like, and I, again, my only, my only reference really is from video games, right? But electric cars don't have like a, they don't seem to, they don't feel good. Even in video games, they don't feel good to drive. They're fast, absolutely. No doubt about it. But they don't have like character to them. Like right now I'm driving a, I mean, then again, I think I, hold on, let me see. Right now I'm driving a 1969 Ford Mustang Boss 302 right in in the game and i could tell you that feels very different than driving a 2021 aston martin dbx right or a or a uh or driving a a fucking uh like lancia 037 stradale right like they feel different this car is a mustang it's a old it was like a 69 Mustang. It's a heavy car. It's a muscle car, right? Um, um, obviously, this is like mod a little bit. It has like some, uh, some, you know, upgrades to it. It's faster. It's whatever. Um, but it, it like has that, I don't even know how to explain it. It has that like pony car like feel. Like it, it, it it has like a like some kind of like I don't know man I don't know it feels like a bullet okay that's how I would describe this this feels like driving a bullet or a missile it feels like something that I I want to drive like all the way down a, a runway okay compared to electric cars they they're they they just lack character I think and I don't want to end up in a few let me not say that because then I you know the the universe might hear me say that and be like, oh, okay, guess you'll die early. No, I don't want the future to be something where we don't get to play with fun, interesting, classic cars. You know, on the road, right? I mean, then again, the road's not the place to really do that. But listen, I racetracks or like recreational driving places need to be a lot more prevalent. They need to crop up a lot more over the next next twenty years if we're phasing out if we're phasing out um, uh, combustion engine cars and replacing them with electrics because self driving is going to come and then you know it's all just going to be like AI powered and like cars are going to be communicating with themselves and they're going to be doing their shit and we're going to have all these roads that are 
like wide ass roads that are relatively unnecessary because traffic is going to be flowing quickly and easily and there's never going to be like like traffic jams ever once we get to the point where AI like uh, self-driving cars are communicating with each other and shit. We're never going to like that's almost that's soon to be a thing of the past. Like very very quickly in the next 15 to 20 years they're going to be a thing of the past. So I think a lot of this space that we have that we're going to like that's going to be empty at that point because people are going to be driving as much or like dri- driving is not going to take as long. We need to replace a lot of them shit. We need to put in autobahns like basically the equivalent of an American autobahn. We need to have that. We need to have recreational driving places um, closer to major cities like here. Like uh, um, when I was in the Hamptons, um, again, talking about that, a uh, guy that was with us, he's an influencer, he, he bought a, um, a Lexus LC500, which is uh, a fucking sick car. It's like, it has a lot of, it's like a baby Lexus LFA, which is a, which is a supercar that Lexus put out in 2010. It was a, it, it felt kind of like a concept car because they didn't sell that many of them. I mean, they didn't make that many of them in the first place. But um, also, like, it had a lot of, like, it was ahead of its time, but it had a lot of issues. So they took a lot of the cues from that car, uh, the design language, the gauge clutch, like, the interior, the exterior. I think the interior is basically the same, actually, in the mm. LFA to the LC500. Um, but brought that, and... And uh, as we were driving it, um, as I was riding the car with, with him, fucking awesome car, right? Great. And I was like, dude, you need to take this to a track somewhere. He's like, I have no idea where I could take it. There's no place like near New York. And I was like, there's got to be a place. I knew there was a place. I looked it up. The place I was thinking of was Monticello Raceway or Monticello or whatever. It's about three hours outside of the city, right? It's like right up above Jersey. Um, um, it's upstate New York. It's like maybe half an hour away from the, from the Jersey border, like the North Jersey border, right? So maybe like a two, two and a half hour, three hour drive or something like that to get there. The shit costs $1,200 just, just for a day at the racetrack, right? It's a nice spot. It's a nice racetrack. Like I was looking at it, it has multiple different configurations. It has like a lot of... And it's a pretty, relatively like long. It's nice, right? Um, got nice. It has nice features of it. You know, it has some straights, has some chicanes. Like it's it's a good racetrack. Um, great place to test a car. Over a thousand dollars for a day on the track. Ridiculous. That just get that eliminates every car and like it. That eliminates ninety percent of car enthusiasts because who the fuck is going to be able to afford that kind of thing? Like that is. That is only a very special occasion for me, right? Because $1,000, that can go to a week-long vacation, right? Instead of a day at a racetrack. Absolutely not. Fuck that. I wouldn't even do it, right? I mean, unless I was making bank. If I was making bank, then I'd do it. But otherwise, not at all. No way. Um... I'd have to be making, like, serious cash. I'd have to be making half a million dollars a year or more to justify that, I think. Potentially, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I'm pulling numbers out of my ass. I'd probably get to a number and be like, eh, I'm bored today. I could drop $1,000. <laughs> but um, I, would, I would absolutely love to take a car like that to a track. And 
and we need more shit like that nearby for sure you know like even Red Hook I think they could just turn Red Hook into a racetrack just full time <laughs> because who drives in Red Hook you know like I feel like I mean, that's the reason they chose Red Hook to do the, the um, Formula E races every year because in Red Hook, no one fucking drives. No no reason to. Who the hell... I mean, not, actually, that's not true. Red Hook has, like, one bus and one train, and each of them are, like, a 10-minute walk away from most parts of Red Hook. So I'm wrong in saying that. But Red Hook is relatively empty. It's, it is almost entirely uh, residential. There's not much commercial shit out there. Um, and it's not like no one's going through Red Hook to get anywhere. And it's close to the city, uh, relatively, right? Um, I mean, you have a view of the skyline. So, you have a view of, 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 like, the financial district. So, Red Hook is a sick location. I feel like they should just turn Red Hook into a... Every weekend, it should just be a, a racetrack or something. I don't know. I don't know how much that would cost, either, to, to race on it. But I feel like there would be a lot of people. Because there are a lot of nice cars in and around New York City. There are so many cars just sitting in parking garages that that... that no one's driving because who the, where the hell are they going to do it? Drive it in, in, in fucking traffic? Um, <sighs> anyway, I don't know. I've been, talk, I've been talking for 53 minutes. My nose is stuffing from talking so much, somehow. Ah, <sighs> oh, man, that's annoying. Um, I've been talking for 53 minutes. I, I think I'm done. I'm all good. I jumped around to a bunch of different topics. I don't think I was expecting to. Um, I forgot to finish the thing about abortion. I don't know. Let's end it on a, on, a, on, a, on a controversial note or whatever, right? On a political note. The thing I was trying to say is... Um, is um, I, it makes no sense to make it illegal because there are a million other ways to actually reduce the amount of abortions that happen, Right? that are actually effective, right? Birth control, you know, access to that. Uh, uh, sex education. In specifically the places that are banning the shit, they don't have proper sexual education. It's mostly like abstinence um, or whatever. And I understand the argument that maybe it shouldn't be taught in schools and that should be like left to the home, but people's home life, kids' home lives suck. Parents suck. A lot of people don't teach their, parent, their kids shit. A lot of people don't have the time to do that. They don't have the, the time, energy, wherewithal, whatever, to even dedicate a, 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 a 30 minutes to like having the sex talk to, with their kids or whatever. A lot of people don't even know because they have so many goddamn kids because they were never taught this shit in the first place. They don't know the birds and the bees. They don't know any of that. So um, I, think this, I, I think, you know, school is the only place to teach something like that because that's a life, that's something that absolutely, positively, affects the outcome of your life, your career, your ability to make a, a, a stable family, your ability to contribute back to your neighborhood or your community or the world at large. Like, being able to control when you reproduce is absolutely important and not having the basic education to be able to do that needs to change. And a lot of fucking idiots who are, if you're so goddamn pro-life, that's my only, pro like, I have problems with the pro-choice arguments and the pro-life arguments. And the pro-choice arguments, a lot of the time to me, seem very callous and also very uncharitable to the other side of like, 
No, no one's trying to control your body. That's not the... They're just trying to... People are trying to just prevent the death of another kid. Now, the way... In in practice... Or, or, or I mean, the way that it sounds, though... Um, um, when you take into account the fact that pro-lifers don't advocate um, very well... Or, like, a lot of pro-lifers don't outwardly advocate very well for, like, things that will prevent these problems. Like, uh, like again, sexual education, um, um, you know, access to birth control, um, um, you know, fucking a million other things. A million other things, right? There's, some, there's so many goddamn, like, annoying arguments on both sides. I, I hate every side of every political argument because everyone sucks. You know? Um, anyway. Nothing will end it there. Let's end it on a, on a political note for whatever reason. I only have like a couple minutes left anyway. What, how, how else, how am I going to change the, the topic or the feeling or whatever, you know? Um... Oh, you know what? Actually, here's the last thing I'll say, right? Um, this is entirely unrelated. This is related to the last episode, and I only just thought of it now. Um, um, my, my fuck buddy, <laughs> I guess I'll call her that, <laughs> wants me to clarify that she is an incredible sexual partner. And I wasn't, when I was making that roller coaster analogy... I was talking about sex in general and not, uh, and not, um, and I was talking about sex as a concept and not specifically her sexual performance. She's great. Cause she listened to the last episode and she was like, I don't want people going, I don't want people thinking that I suck. Right. And I'm like, okay, first of all, no one listens to this. Three people ever listen to this and she's one of them, obviously. Right. So, um, the other two people, if you're listening right now at this point, just know this nameless, faceless person who you don't know and will likely never meet, um, is great, is a great sexual partner. She'd like you to know that, okay? I hope she's happy that I'm, I'm giving, I'm, I'm giving some airtime to this, to this grave mistake that I made last, uh, yesterday. I think that's all. We'll call it a day. Later.